Welcome to the Light Us Up podcast. I'm Kyla. And I'm Callie. This is a space to talk about anything and everything that lights us up. Come along with us while we chat about our own self-development journeys, whether it's fitness, health, spiritual, or even parenting. Maybe you'll even get a few tips along the way. So grab a tea or coffee, curl up in a blanket, get cozy, and join the conversation. Hello. Hi. <laughs> that was weird. Hello. Welcome back. We Welcome are excited to, to be here week. again. Yes, we are. We've got a couple. I've a got bit. a couple updates for sure. What do you have to update? I don't Not much. I don't, eh? Not a lot, <laughs> honestly. This is no, airing after the market that we've done but we've recorded it before so we will have an update on how the market went next week yes yes we will um which also will mean okay wait this is coming out on december 7th which means that monday is my birthday which is pretty exciting that is exciting um 29 and feeling fine yeah how's it just like you yeah i'm only three Um, months three three and a half months away from 30 so yes yeah we are i mean really when you get into like your late 20s and beyond it doesn't matter if you're six months apart or the year apart or whatever you feel like you're the same age yeah yeah um we've just been like i don't know coasting through life book club meetings working it's slow at work getting a lot of reading done um just kind of feeling like i'm i'm making changes but not like enough changes in Mm -hmm. my life like i'm getting there but i'm not quite there yet hence this episode yeah i think is gonna help a lot with that um yeah but other than that there's nothing like too exciting happening Wow. You can go ahead. <laughs> I'm kind of boring this week. Sorry, guys. So I'll start. Um, obviously, we did Jonas Brothers. We talked about last week. And then, yeah, I got super sick. So the Sunday when we came home, I felt fine. I mean, I had a sore throat, but I figured it was just from the concert. Um, and then as the day went on, like we went to Costco, we did the stuff we needed to do, like my family and I. And then while we were eating dinner, I said to Ryan, I was like, I feel like I got hit by a truck. I do not feel good. And he's like, oh, you're just tired. Typical Ryan. You're fine. You're just tired. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm fine. I'm just tired. And then I got into bed that night, could not get warm, Um, freezing. I had to fall asleep in a hoodie and pants. Like I was so cold. And then in the night I was dreaming that I took my temperature and it was 205 degrees, which is obviously not real, (laughs) but um, yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night, sure enough with a fever. And then the next morning my whole body hurt. So this was Monday and it was the stat because of remembrance day. Um, so I was off work already and Charlie's daycare was closed, but Ryan went to work. So I asked him if he could stay home and he couldn't. So I was, I'm still a little bitter about that because that was my worst day. Yeah. Um, but my whole body hurt, um, had like the shakes, I was sweating, fever, whatever, the whole rigmarole. And of course was with Charlie. So Charlie stayed in her pajamas all day that day and just hung out with me. And I just basically laid in the chair all day and did like the bare minimum. Charlie ate all her food in the living room. I just survived. And then it took me until, so she went to daycare Tuesday and then she woke up with it Wednesday. And Wednesday was the first day that I was like, okay, I kind of feel more alive today so thankful because it it was her that had a bad day that day and then ryan woke up with it thursday (laughs) so he went to work and then came home halfway through the day and i was off all week and then he was home thursday friday and then it took like till basically now to get my energy back so now it's been two weeks since i came down with it 
Yeah. And um, I even I tried to work out two nights ago and I it felt like I only got 10 minutes into my workout and I just felt dead. I I actually felt lightheaded and sick. I was like, I don't even feel like I'm ready to do this yet. So it's been a couple of weeks of taking things pretty slow, but that's okay because I'm healthy now and that's all that matters. Um, tonight Charlie randomly has a fever of 102 so I don't know what that's about but we'll find out in the next couple days maybe hopefully not maybe it'll just go away Um, exciting update I got my wedding dress yes so that's super exciting also a little nerving because not really Um, I ordered it in a size smaller than I was which I was well aware I was doing like I looked at the measurements and everything because I knew 100% I could get there um and that's where I want to be not just for my wedding just for my life that's where I want to be so um I haven't gotten there yet but I know I have tons of time to get there like I don't need to get down that much it's not like it's a crazy amount I don't need to lose 10 pounds in a month like I, no, exactly. I can consistently keep losing a pound a week and I will easily get into this dress. No problem. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm definitely back on like motivation mode though. And holding the dress up to my body made me just like so excited to get back into it full swing because I'm like, I'm going to f- look so good when I fed into this. Like I can't yeah. wait to be that Kyla. So um, I'm really excited. I don't feel stressed about it at all, which is good. Everyone's like, oh, I couldn't do that. I'd be so stressed. I'm like, I'm not. I don't know. I don't feel stressed about it because I know I'll do it. Yeah. So um, that's half the battle, right? So exactly. And then what's the last update? Oh, I was going to talk about the fire scare. So um, <laughs> we are recording this on the 25th. So the 24th morning, I woke up five o'clock in the morning. First of all, Ryan wasn't home. He's never gone that early. Like that's weird for him to be gone that early, but it was just a one-off. He had to be in Victoria for five. Like he was gone super early. So I wake up to the fire alarm going off. So the one downstairs is beeping. The one upstairs is going fire, fire, fire. And Yeah. So I, I wake up to this and I was like, what, what's going on? I was so confused. So I jump out of bed. I ran out into the hallway and I could smell burning, which, but I couldn't see smoke. So I was like, what's going on? I ran down the stairs. I couldn't see anything. So I ran up the stairs, put my slippers on, put my house coat on, got Charlie. Meanwhile, I'm on the phone with 911, getting them to my house. Um, I run down the stairs, grab the dogs, grab their leashes, go outside, put their leashes on outside, whatever, wait for the fire trucks to come. They, I looked back because my baby monitor records like, I don't know, five seconds or something. If it detects movement, I got her out of bed at 502. They were in her room at 511. That's really like good. They had to drive, like they they had to respond, get in the truck, drive there, yeah, and enter the house. Like that's really quick. That's really quick. So, yeah. um, anyways, they show up, and like I said, I can't see anything. So my brain at this point, I'm like, it's in the garage or it's under the house. Like there's there's something burning that I can't see. So I'm outside. It's freezing cold. <laughs> First of all, I'm yeah. in my house coat. I had Charlie wrapped up because I didn't grab jackets or anything. So I wrapped her up in my house coat with me. She had her sleep sack on and her like long sleep pajamas. So I wrapped her up in my house coat with me and she just like laid on me for a bit. She was, no. I think, a little out of it for the first little bit. And she wasn't scared because I tried to stay as calm as I could on the outside. Meanwhile, my heart literally felt like it was going to come out of my mouth like I, it was beating so fast that I, yeah, I don't know how I didn't just like pass out, but, um, anyways, the fire truck shows up, the guys all get out bunch of young guys, except for one older guy, the older guy comes and chats with me and he's like, Hey, what's going on? The other guys go into the house. So I told him what happened. I told him I could smell burning and obviously the fire alarms were going off at this point. They had stopped and they didn't go off again. 
So that was a good indication mm. of like, clearly there's no smoke because they would just keep going. Um, yeah, so like then, the firefighters probably silenced them, but then for it to not start again. Well, even it, they went off even before the firefighters went inside, the oh, alarms were off. So like hmm. they didn't go off okay. again after I got Charlie out of bed. So anyways, they go in and do their whole, you know, search of the house. It took them 40 minutes, which I'm fine with. I'd rather them be thorough than be not. Thorough, yeah. Um, so they went under the house, they looked in the garage, they like pulled all the furniture away from all the baseboards, like checked all of that. I I know because the guy that lives in my mom's rental, he's a firefighter. They have this device, I guess, that will detect heat in walls and stuff. So I think they did that just to make sure there was no fire like in the walls, um, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure you would have seen. But anyways, the older man, he was like, just so you know, there's two more trucks on their way. So don't stress about it. But we just like we brought back up just in case. So the other trucks show up. One of them stopped. The other one just kind of hung out close by. No one actually got out of that truck. And then Mm. the police were there. So the cop was talking to me and he was really sweet. He was very much like, Oh, this isn't a very fun way to wake up in the morning. Like you're, you're doing a great job. He was really, really kind. Um, And then when the second truck came the one guy came out and came up to me and he's like, why don't you guys get in the truck? Like, it's so cold out here. Yeah. So why don't you and your daughter go in the truck? So I'm like, oh, I have the dogs. He's like, just give me the dogs. Go sit in the truck. So he <laughs> took the dogs. He had Oakley and Tucker on on with him. And he was like rubbing Oakley's belly and he was being really sweet. So Charlie so and I sat in the truck. Meanwhile, I'm calling Ryan to tell him what's going on. And it, it all ended up being fine. So the there was two things. One was that I guess in the mudroom, I had pulled Charlie's little like kitchen helper out and there was a plastic bag, you know, the bag that like bounty paper towel comes in at Costco, that big green yeah. bag. So that bag was against the baseboard and slightly melted. But it wasn't like smoking or burnt. It was just slightly shriveled. So I don't think that had anything to do with it. Like you showed me there was no black on it or anything. No. So I don't think that had anything to do with it. I think and he they tested this one baseboard. That's like as soon as you walk into my house, there's a baseboard there and it is conveniently right underneath the fire alarm. Um, That's where Oakley sleeps every night Mm. is against that wall and that baseboard's never on but that night I turned our fireplace way down because we heat the house with our natural gas I turned the fireplace way down while I was working out because I was hot and I forgot to turn it back up so the house probably got super cold which then made that baseboard kick on which it probably hasn't in three years since we moved in because you guys just had the thermostat turned up oh it was at like seven or something yeah it was it was so low that it wouldn't have had to come on unless it was really cold in the house so the baseboard would have kicked on probably full of dog hair and of course dust Mm -hmm. and that's what would have created the smoke enough to do the fire alarm i guess so that's i mean best case scenario obviously my house was not on fire that's the best case scenario. It's still yeah. not a fun thing to wake up to. It was terrifying no, in the moment. Yeah. And then, of course, we didn't get back to sleep. And it was just a tiring day. Um, but I said to Ryan later, I was like, okay, this is how my brain works. So the fire firemen came. It was a false alarm. However, they found that bounty bag on the baseboard that in my mind was like, if they didn't come, would that have started fire when I wasn't home? when I was at work and I would have no idea, you know, like, so my brain's like that whole scenario had to happen in order for my house to be safe. Yeah. For you guys to actually go through and be like, what do we need to address? What do we need to do differently? Yeah. Um, Cause they found that and they removed it. Whereas I would not have known that. And I would have left that on the baseboard and it would have sat there for God knows how long and could have potentially caught the paper towel that was in it on fire and then caught my house on fire, right? Like there's this series of events that probably could have happened if the original scare didn't happen. So I'm thankful that that's all it was. Yeah, really. But my poor family, Charlie's fine. Um, 
it definitely scared me, but the dogs are like wrecked. <laughs> they're so yeah, they're like Now every time you open the door, they're like, we got a bowl. Like we got to trying to scare out stay of here. the house so fast. And they don't do that. Those dogs do not oh. do that. Like they're so good. So they're both, I think just a little like worked up, but I'm just, I'm just making sure to give them lots of love and tell them like, guys, it's okay. Yeah. We're all, we're all safe. <laughs> Nothing to be worried about here. <laughs> What a start to your weekend, though. I mean, that was a Friday morning, but what a start. I was so tired all day. <laughs> I, but- like, woke up at 6, and I'm like, a Snapchat from Kyla, and I look at it, and it's just, like, from you inside the inside the fire truck, yeah. and I was like, what? And I watched it, like, a couple times over, and I was like, what? <laughs> well, and then you texted me and was like, what happened? And then Callie screenshots the, you looked up the fire incidents. <laughs> online yeah. and, and you probably saw there. that there was four trucks and you were probably like what yeah. in the world <laughs> uh, and i was like you didn't show me the house burning so i don't think that's what happened but yeah what in the world and i made sure to say like we're all okay yeah. so it wasn't and I knew, like-, like i could see that there was no ambulance that was sent so i was like okay that means nobody got hurt yeah yeah so anyways it was like i said best case scenario um Mm-hmm. still scary but best case scenario so i really can't complain yeah i took a shower and when i was in the shower i was like i need to text her and be like don't tell me just tell me on the podcast because i knew <laughs> we were recording tonight and but then you already texted me to say what happened and i was like uh, okay that's okay <laughs> <laughs> no it was just a fun little adrenaline rush first thing so anyways that's my couple weeks they've been a little crazy but um yeah we're healthy now we're safe that's all that matters. Yeah. Now we have a wedding dress to get into. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited because I'm going to that wedding too. Yes, you are. It's super small. So I guess I should just like add in there um, just in case anyone's listening who is like, oh, I wonder if I'm invited to this wedding because <laughs> I haven't sent invites <laughs> out. We are keeping our wedding super, super small. I don't know if I've said this on here or not already, but um, we're only inviting like our parents, siblings, grandparents, which I don't even know if the grandparents will come, but, and then our basically who would be our bridal party and then their partner. Mm-hmm. So our wedding is super small. It's going to be like 25 people max. Um, that's how we want it. And then I might host uh, like a pool party or something at my mom's. I haven't talked to her about it yet, but I might do like a pool party in the summer some kind of celebration because our wedding's the end of june so then i can do something maybe in july just as like a celebration and then it'll just be cheaper we didn't want to spend like we really want to get into a bigger house and whatever and that's our priority so we really just don't care to spend so much on one day just to have everyone involved like of course i'd love to have everybody there but it'll just be so much better and way less stressful for us to have it intimate like this so if yeah, you don't get an invite, that's why. <laughs> it's not personal. It's financial for <laughs> sure. <laughs> exactly. In this economy, it doesn't really make sense to have a huge extravagant wedding. No, it really doesn't. Like You can barely afford to live every day. So exactly. we're just doing the yeah. things that are important. For me, it's on the ocean, which is what I wanted. And I love my dress. And obviously, I'm marrying the person I love. So that's what matters the most. But Oh, yeah. Him too. Oh yeah, <laughs> Ryan's involved. Oh, yeah, there's two people in this wedding, not just one. <laughs> it's just me up front by myself. So I'm the star. You're like of marrying the show. yourself. You're like, <laughs> I promise to always love myself. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's also great. good too. It's just a little bit weird, but it's good. <laughs> oh, that's great. Anyways, okay. that was a really long-winded update. Thank you guys for listening. To <laughs> Thank you so much. And we're so glad that your host is okay and you're all okay. Yeah, me too. So circling back to what I said about how I feel like I'm making progress, but I'm not making enough progress. And I think you're feeling the same way too. Yeah. This week's topic uh, is, are, is non-negotiables that we have for ourselves. These are things that we want to make sure that we are practicing every day that are important to us, that are going to drive us to success, whether that's like in our health, whether in our spiritual, in our, to live less stress-free, less stress-free, 
more stress-free. Not, not less stress-free. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, things that are going to help us become like our best, truest, most honest selves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add to that explanation about what these non-negotiables are? They're, I mean, they're just that. They're what exactly what you said, but also it's like the the things this isn't a huge list i mean each of us only have like seven things on it but it's the mm-hmm. things that i am committing to myself that i do every single day no matter what yes kyla went more of like i'm gonna do these things every single day and i went for a more broader like these are the things i want to change in my life in the way mm-hmm. that i conduct myself and i might not use every single one every single day kyla went through as if like it was like, this is the morning, afternoon, and night, and I went a little bit more abstract with it because we didn't necessarily set out rules or anything or guidelines mm-hmm. for each other when we were doing it. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and that's perfectly okay because we have lived such different lives that we just want to do what is going to work for us to get us where we want to be. Exactly. So let's just go one and one back and forth. Okay. Do you want to start? Sure. So... The first thing that I have um, is that I want to be honest about my emotions. Mm. I do not want to cover up my emotions or diminish them because it makes somebody else uncomfortable that I'm feeling the way that I'm feeling. Oh, I like that. That's a really good one. Thank you. Do you want to go into that a little bit? Or are you good with just that? Um, I mean, I can talk a little bit more about it. Um, I, I am a big, like, I want people to be happy. I want people to like me. I, I want people to feel comfortable, but quite often when I'm hiding the way I feel about something in order to make somebody else comfortable, it's really doing the opposite for me mm-hmm. and I'm compromising myself and my <clears throat> values and like I'm not letting myself be honest with that person either Mm -hmm. that's not fair to them that's not fair to me right yeah that's a great one thank you that's a lot more deep than mine (laughs) Uh so my first one is intentional walking (laughs) okay I'm gonna just jump down to the bottom of my list I have movement each day yeah Okay. So that's like on the same, on the yeah. same. Yeah. So with us, like I'm working with Raya, we both are, I have a step goal. We talked about this in our fitness episode. I don't hit it very well. I, I don't hit it in my day-to-day life because I sit in my office for eight hours a day. Um. So often, so my step goal is 7,000. I often end my work day with like 1,900, 2,000 mm-hmm. steps. So I still need 5,000 steps before I go to bed. So um, a non-negotiable for me is intentional, either walking, dancing, something that gets me steps in the day that I do every single day. And my dream for this walking is to actually take Oakley, <clears throat> Oakley on the walk with me. So my non-negotiable mm-hmm. is walk for at least 10 minutes. Even if it's, even if I've got my steps to go outside and walk for at least 10 minutes with Oakley to get him outside every day. Yeah. He'd love that. Yeah. He needs it. He's a golden retriever. He needs it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Um, so my next one is to keep promises to myself. Mm. I am notorious for being like, I'm going to do this. I want to do, I'm going to do this today. Or this is like the next step I want to take in my business. Or um, this is my plan for the weekend. I'm going to wake up early every single day and I'll just, I'll do it for like a day or I'll get started on it or get excited about it and just talk about it. And then I don't keep that promise. I don't stay committed to it. And I want to stop doing that. Like, I don't want to be a person that just says something and doesn't commit to it. I want to be that person that say, like, Callie follows through. Like, she is committed. She does this every day. She is disciplined. And then when I say to myself, like, I'm going to wake up early, wake up at 6 a.m. every day. And when I do it, 
then I trust myself for the next time I'm going to make a decision like that as well. Yeah. Instead of just running myself off as like, well, I always say I'm going to do something that I don't. So this is nothing new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good one. Thank you. Um, My next one is 15 to 20 minutes to myself every day where I take time intentionally to put my phone away, be with myself. You have that too? I do. Do something for myself every day. Yeah. So, and that's what um, I've put in brackets, meditate. So I want to, I'm going to touch on this a little bit more, but right now I'm working. I'm not really a a meditation kind of person, um, but I'm working with a coach, I guess I'll call her coach um, right now. And part of what we're doing in like a morning rhythm is a meditation. So that ideally would be part of it, but also, yeah, just like 20 minutes where I just do something for me, even if I just lay in my bed and just think for 20 minutes, you know, like just be only with myself for 20 minutes every day. For me, it's like, I do something for myself every day, whether that's like, I like work on my business for a certain amount of time, or I decide I'm going to wake up early. And even if I'm not working out, I'll just, I'll read or I'll journal or do Mm -hmm. yoga or meditate or whatnot. Just do something where it's just me, just myself present. And I'm doing it because I want to, not because I have to. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. No. You is next. Me again. Okay. Next one is Take every opportunity that comes my way. Ooh. I am going to, if somebody, if I'm offered a position at work or if I'm offered like um, a spot at a market or somebody wants my items in their store or if I have like money come my way, I'm going to accept every single opportunity that comes, any positive opportunity that's going to make me my like make myself better or it's going to further my business or my work career. Just say yes to as much as I can and mm. be and not only be accepting of it, but also understanding that I'm worthy of that as well. Yeah. Cool. That's a really good one. I like that. I've said that to all of them so far, but <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I can't wait to watch you follow through with that one. No, oh. can't wait. Okay. So next one for me is prep for the, no, no, it's not. Okay. I'll just do this one. They're not in order of my day anyways. Um, Prep for the next day. So this means making my lunch because I have not been doing that the night before and Mm. it's really not fun to do that the next day and pre-tracking my macros for the day that is now a non-negotiable I need to do it I am so much more successful when I do that yeah I agree too like I have definitely been lacking on because I well I don't make lunch ahead of time but the Mm -hmm. pre-tracking it it just makes a world of a difference yeah and And like that also goes along with like meal meal planning as well yeah. Um, we we pre-plan our dinners, which is nice. And I've actually realized that I've gotten pretty good at um gauging my day. Like the a couple days this week, I didn't pre-track at all. I didn't even track by the time I got to work, but I had my lunch and my breakfast with me. And by the time I put everything in and what I planned for dinner, I actually did a pretty good job of hitting my targets. Um, I just had like to have add a little bit to hit it. So I'm doing a good job of that, but I still just want to take that out of my morning. I want to do that at night, the night before. It's just so much easier to just wake up and, and not even have to think about it. Yeah. Got the yawns. (laughs) So yeah, prep, prep for the next day. Okay. Nice. Um, my next one is be kind and have patience. I feel Sometimes like you already do that really well. I I do, but then sometimes it's it's not so much with like like 
you wouldn't see it because it's either it's at work or it's like maybe at home with Wesley and Ryan. Oh, uh, it's yeah. So more so just like sometimes I'll feel myself like getting annoyed really easily and I'm not so kind, whether that's at home or at work. And I don't feel like myself when I'm not being kind. I feel like it's really draining and I feel, um, I just you get like a sick, like an, like an icky feeling. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't sit well mm. with me. And so I want to be more active about being kind and having patience and, um, having sympathy as well for maybe strangers at work. And then also, I mean, Wesley had a meltdown today when we were out, when we were leaving home since and winners. And I was so patient the entire time. Like I did not raise my voice. I was, did not get upset. I did not even like, you know, sometimes when you can't control something, you start to get like heated and you feel like sweaty. I -hmm. did not even reach that point at all. Like I was just like, and like, that's exactly what I mean by this is like when he's having a hard time but I'm not. So yeah. I'm not going to project that onto me. Right. Because that doesn't yeah, help. That just sense. amps him up. For right? sure. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Awesome. Um, okay. The one that was above, I guess, is listen to music. This is kind of a mm. weird one. Um, some of you might be like, why is that forced to be in your non-negotiables? But I have noticed a pattern in my life that when things aren't going well, I don't listen to music. Um, Mm. Not necessarily not going well. I shouldn't say that, but if I'm having a hard time or like I'm not doing as well mentally or something like that, or I'm stressed or whatever, I don't listen to music, but music makes me so happy and it makes me feel emotions other than stress. And I feel like that's why I don't listen to it is because I'm like, I just can't, I just need to feel what I'm feeling. But often then I just get myself too caught up in my head. So listening to music when I'm in the shower, um, getting ready in the morning. Um, I don't really listen to it much in the car anymore. Cause I'm usually on like Marco. I'm usually t- chatting with you or Gabby. Um, yeah. but listening, yeah, just listening to music, incorporating music back into my life. Um, I'm, if any of you don't know, I sing, like I have always loved to sing and I have a pretty decent voice. Um, right now I've, I don't really have much of a voice cause I haven't been practicing, but I, it's something I really enjoy and I find it very therapeutic and I am like known for it for people in my life that have known me for a really long time. And I lost it completely. Just like that's not, it doesn't even feel like that's a part of me anymore, but that's a huge part of me that I'm missing. So I want to incorporate music back into my life and have some fun and like dance while I listen to music and make dinner and, you know, that kind of stuff. Just music is energy. And I actually heard this on a podcast. I can't remember whose it was, but music is energy. Like whatever you listen to is going to set your tone for what what you're doing like if you sat down and you were in a really good mood and you start listening to an Adele album you might not feel like you're in as good of a mood when you're done because you're feeling that intense energy like I hear the song it what's is it called easy on me or just easy um by her and it can make me cry even if I'm the happiest person that day it's just like you feel music intensely inside you. And so I want to listen to music, but I'm also going to be careful about what I listen to. Are you going to listen to like feel good music? Yeah, that's, that's a great one. <clears throat> I, um, I definitely like I've some mornings because I have been doing a better job about waking up before Wesley does. So mm-hmm. he's not like going and turning on the TV right away, which he would do before if I was still sleeping. So mm-hmm. instead to make sure like we don't watch TV, I'll play music and he enjoys it. I enjoy it. And I find that we almost have more of like a conversation when the music right. is happening. Cause there's already noise there. Yeah. And then also we're energized, amped up and like ready to start our day sooner, which I like a lot better. Yeah. And 
I think that's a great one. Um, my next one, which kind of goes along with what I just said, is spend attentive, intentional time with Wesley and Ryan. Mm-hmm. I find in my day quite often, like Wesley will be doing his thing and I'm doing mine. Right. And he, like it's when we go somewhere, it's a little bit different. Like if we're going to like strong start or whatnot, like I'm actively, I'm actively playing with him in those situations. But when we're at home, we could go a whole day if we just spend it at home where we're kind of just doing our own thing and like, yeah, we'll sit together and eat lunch together. But then like I'll go and I'll go do the laundry and he's playing with his toys and whatnot. But I really want to make sure that each day I'm designating time where I'm like with him actively playing with toys with him or actively like playing with Play-Doh or coloring or whatnot, because I feel like so often we're kind of just doing things side by side instead of Mm -hmm. together. And I know I'm going to miss that so much when it's not us together all day, every day. Yeah, for sure. And then the same with Ryan too. Like quite often we will, like after this, like I'm probably going to go out there and like, honestly, like what I want to do is go read my book, Mm -hmm. which he's probably going to be on his computer and we're not actually like actively watching something together or hanging out or talking or whatnot. Like we're just beside each other. Yeah. And I want us to be able to spend time together where we're like actively engaging with each other. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really important. Yeah. Cool. My next one is uh 630 at the latest wake up every single day. So Mm -hmm. this kind of goes along, like you and I talked about this, um, listened to a podcast episode this week, the mindset mentor, and it was about consistency. And he mentioned, uh, like a hundred day challenge. Um, what was it? The Seinfeld challenge? (laughs) Wasn't that what he referred to where like the comedian wrote a joke every single day for a hundred days straight, even if it was a crappy joke, he just made a goal to write a joke every single day for a hundred days. And um, Rob talks about how like things will just get easier. Like you might get 40 days into it and it just won't even feel like an effort anymore. Like by the end of the hundred days, whatever you were trying to do will stick. Exactly. Right. So 630 is my latest wake up time during the week. I I am going to aim for earlier so I can get my workouts in. But on even on the weekends, I want to be up at 630. And that's like, that's what exactly what I've committed to as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Because one of the things that I don't know if you said it's from the Mindset Mentor podcast. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So Rob Dial, Rob, what Kyla said, he said like to pick a habit or something that is a keystone habit. So that will then influence you to create more habits. And so waking up early feels like a very obvious choice for both of us, because if we wake up early, we need things to fill that extra time with, which are our other habits that fall below that. So working out, meditating, um, prepping for the day, you know, having that time for ourselves, like all of those things are just going to fall into place if we commit to that. Yeah. Yeah. And so we actually technically started yesterday. Yeah. I involuntarily did a really good job of that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but even this morning, like today's Saturday, like I was, I mean, you were a little bit later than you wanted to be, but you were still up early. Like you didn't sleep in. Yeah. I was up and like out of bed at seven. And I feel okay with that because I also felt like I needed a little bit extra after, after the 5 a.m workout yesterday yeah yeah so um I'm okay with that seven was great it, it still gave yeah. me a lot of time I went downstairs I made a coffee for myself I hung out downstairs with the dogs for a bit and then like I made Ryan coffee I brought him coffee in bed I got to wake him up with a coffee like it was oh, a great yeah. it was a great morning and that's what I want so yeah yeah yeah, this morning I was up at 630 because I still had a fourth workout for the day, for the week. Yeah. And I did it. I did all four workouts That's by awesome. like 8 a.m. I was done. And I, so it's the first time in like four weeks, I think, that I've done my fourth workout. So yeah. pretty excited about that. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, next one. Um, yeah, so 
this kind of flows directly into it again. My next one is create a consistent, realistic routine. Mm. So between waking up early and working out or getting my movement in and then like getting ready and a realistic amount of time to get ready. Like I want to be ready by like eight or eight thirty. Like I haven't actually created this routine yet, mm-hmm. which is my problem. But, <laughs> um, but being ready, like at a certain time, eating breakfast at a certain time, and then Wesley and I can start our day. Whether we're going to Strong Start or we go swimming or to my mom's or to the grocery store, I want to be consistent about what he can expect throughout the day as well, yeah. but also what I can expect. So it's just easier. Things flow into one another instead of thinking, well, what do I need to do now? Oh, I need to throw in a load of laundry or like suddenly it's three hours later. I'm like, I never did the laundry this morning. Yeah. And just being consistent about those things. So they kind they just become habits. One right. triggers the next and they just flow one into the next one. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, this one is more in like the spiritual side. So bear with me if you're not really into that kind of stuff. Um, but I worked I had a session with an amazing lady who lives in Duncan, or I don't actually know where she lives, but she works out of Duncan. Um, and it was a, an energy healing session, I guess it was like an intuitive session. And one thing that came up was it was about work and about how I am really bad for getting too caught up in everyone's energy, but my own. So Um, I'm really like, I work in an office that I'm really close to two other women and they are great women. I like, I have, I appreciate them both. I've worked with one of them now the entire time I've been working with my moms for six years now. And the other one has been with us for a couple of years. So like, I appreciate them both, but just sharing that close of space with two people who are living two total like two other different lives um total like three different energy bodies in one close space for that many hours of the week is hard it's hard on anybody regardless of who yeah. it is so you're bound I'm, to pick up on what they're feeling a hundred percent and i'm really bad for it but i'm also like overly bad i get to the point and i do this with ryan too where i'm sitting at at work and i'm at my computer and there could be a song we don't always listen to the radio because often one of my coworkers and i usually have a headphone in like listening to a podcast or a book or something but if we're listening to the radio and there's a song that's like maybe semi annoying, like there's a part of a song that, that someone might hear and go like, Oh, this is kind of irritating. Instantly. My head is like, is this bugging everybody? Is this bugging anyone in this room? Like, should we turn this music off? Like, do they, do they think that I'm the reason that this is on? Should I turn this off? That's what my brain does all day long. And that's exhausting. Overload. Yeah, it's exhausting having that go on. So, and it's just constant. It's like, oh, what are they thinking? Am I doing anything to annoy them? I don't know where this comes from, but that's what my brain does. So we talked about having a very visual reminder to come back to myself and let go of everything that's going on that I can't control. Um, Mm -hmm. because my brain is very out of sight, out of mind. If I don't put it in front of me, it's probably going to get forgotten about. Um, so pulling an Oracle card sometime around my work time was something she mentioned that I should add into my daily habit. So I pull it. My goal is to pull it while I'm in the car by myself. when I get to work, um, so I can kind of have my like quiet and not feel, like I know one of my coworkers stance on that kind of stuff and she doesn't care, but I don't know the other one. And just out of respect, I want to do it in my own space. So pulling an Oracle card, like connecting with the card, reading the card, and then have it, she said, physically have that card sit on my desk all day, like put it on a stand, lean it against something, have it there just as a reminder to come back to myself. So she said, every time you get like a glance of the card, just remind yourself that it's like 
we're thinking about me. <laughs> we don't need to worry about anything else right now. Just like get back in your head. That's what that is for. So that's a big non-negotiable for me. That's brilliant. I think that is, that's perfect. Like the visual mm-hmm. cue. And even yeah. if, if that's something that stands out to someone listening, if you're not really into Oracle cards, you could do a sticky note that just says me in capital letters or something, you know, yeah. something you see that just brings yourself back, back in. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to do that. But I'm like, where would I put that? Yeah. Cause you're not in one my... consistent spot no. all day. Yeah. I definitely used to write notes on the back of my hand. Oh, did like you? Like in high school and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have another one? No. Um, well, I mean, like I had the movement each day was my next thing, but we already talked about that. So yeah. I, yeah. Do you have any more? Is that it? I do. Um, okay, do you have white nails right now too? Oh, yeah. So I do. Is that that stuff I guess I could have Yeah, I guess I could have talked about that in the updates. So I got this system for nails called it's Sistico is the brand and it's Australian and you get a UV light and then you use a base coat and then you put it in the UV light and then you take your like sponge or your brush whatever you choose to use with it and you put you brush powder over it and it's still a little bit tacky like the uv light doesn't completely Mm -hmm. dry that base layer it's then you brush the powder over top of it until you get like the consistency or the the coverage that you want and then you put the top coat over top and then you put your nails back under the uv light and it's supposed to last for like up to two weeks and you don't have to be super careful with the powder because if it gets on your skin, you just wash like you wash your hands after and yeah. it just comes off, which is perfect for me. Because first of all, I'm impatient about painting my nails. Second of all, I have terrible brush control. Yeah. And I and then it always chips like within two days. Right. And so I'm like quite it's a learning curve. Like this hand I did the first night that I got it and it's, I don't think you can see, but it's a little bit patchy. It's not as solid as I'd like, but these are the ones I did this morning and I did one hand like two nights ago and then one hand this morning because I didn't want to do it all at once. But, um, and this is way better. Like even now, Uh, just knowing after the first application, like what I did wrong. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty exciting. Thank you. I've been looking at them this whole time because I'm like, uh, my nails are like the same color and they are <laughs> and i like never have my nails painted so it was probably like wait a minute it stands out yeah. yeah okay yeah, i got Back. a pink and i got a brown as well so oh cool oh. cool okay back to my last one i guess um yeah i this one's a little vague but um as i mentioned earlier i'm working with a i, I called her coach um she I was looking for a counselor and this is like, I'm happy to talk about my mental health journey anytime. I am an open book when Mm -hmm. it comes to it. So I deal with quite bad anxiety and I think that I'm along the like high functioning anxiety and yeah, I just, it's, it's just gotten to the point where it's like, I, I'm not enjoying life to its fullest anymore. I know that I'm irritable. I'm like, I just know I can be better. I can, I can feel better and I can enjoy life more than I do. I'm like, this is like, what's not, I'm not a, um, like I would never end my life ever, but you, you kind of think like, what's the point of living if I'm not going to have fun? Not in a, I want to off myself kind of way, more in a, like, I need to have fun. I need to enjoy this. Yeah, like I only get this one needs life. to change. Yeah, exactly. So um, anyways, I started looking for a counselor and then I'm like, I don't know if I'm like a therapy kind of person. I just, I just don't see myself talking to an actual therapist. So yeah. I, of course it'd be covered through work. So it was like the smarter choice, but um, yeah, I was like, I don't know. I just, I couldn't find one that I really seemed to want to work with and whatever. So this girl that I did my actual tarot course through you have ghosts now too <laughs> i think it's ryan walking outside the door 
Oh, um, so I did my tarot course, but she also does like, I honestly see her as a counselor. Like she does coaching in all aspects, like anything you want to work on, she does coaching for. So she's kind of like a life coach, but also we're working very spiritually and very like energetically on things. She's an energy healer as well. So, um, I've had two sessions with her now and what I've put as my non-negotiable, I put Nicole work. So it's basically anything that she has me doing that week I've put as a non-negotiable. So like this week, um, she's been sick, so I haven't gotten my homework email from her yet, but this week we're working for certain reasons. Um, We're working on the feeling of excitement and we're working on, putting out my intentions of like what I want for the rest of my life, putting it all out on the table and doing certain things to support that realizing that my, I'm a pretty like excitable person, but also I feel disappointed really easily type of Mm. type of person. So working on that, working with feelings of excitement and anything that might come into it that leads to disappointment because of it. And Yeah. Different things. Like last week we worked on nervous system support. We're still working on that too, but then adding in this portion of it. So that's a non-negotiable is work on whatever I have as like homework for her. Yeah. Which it's like, not only are you paying for her to tell you those things, but you also know that how much they're going to benefit you when you work on those things as well. Yeah. And the way that it's leading right now, I mean, I could talk about this forever and I won't, but, um, it was kind of cool timing because I just got this like urge to work with her. And then I booked that session with Callista and then something. So the session, we talked a lot about like one topic and then literally the two days later. So it was Saturday, I guess the Monday I had a conversation with someone who it like totally aligned with what happened in the energy session that I had zero expectations. This session went somewhere that I didn't expect it to go. And then Monday I had a conversation with someone that totally made sense because like following this session. And then I had the session with Nicole two days later, and then we could start working on this theme. And I'm like, I feel like this was all meant to happen in this sequence because Nicole and I had to reschedule a few times and whatever. So I'm like, I feel like this, like I was supposed to have the Callista session and then this conversation on the Monday and then have you on Wednesday to like work through it. Yeah. And like it, it, it was just so cool. Like everything worked out for a specific reason in that order. Yeah. And, also and it potentially like- could be very life-changing <laughs> is yeah. a like, big part of it. Yes, exactly. And it's not like you you know, went from having the session with Callista and then you went and told the person you had the conversation with about that. And then you said something to Nicole. It was like, yeah, it was just either the energy that you had coming from you or the energy surrounding you that influenced all of that. Yeah. Like I, one after another. Yeah. The conversation on Monday was with my mom and she didn't know anything about the session. No. She still doesn't know no. I did it. Like, not she would care. I just didn't talk about it. So she yeah. has no idea. And the conversation I had with her was completely on her hundred percent her. It was not yeah. me bringing anything up. So it wasn't even like, like it was, yeah. I mean, it was totally out of my control. And then some of the stuff that Nicole said in the session, just like aligned with everything that happened. I was like, whoa, okay. Something is happening in my life right now that there's like a shift. So, and the universe and whatever guides or whatnot are also wanting you to think about it and prepare for it and Mm -hmm. become excited about it. But like Nicole said, but also know that disappointment can come along with excitement as well. Yeah. 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 So anyways, I guess that was a little bit of an update, but I like to like, I don't just want to throw things out there and say, this is what I'm doing. I want to say why too yeah exactly and we don't want to be like super cryptic about things either Mm -hmm. like this isn't us listing things this is us 
having a conversation. And I don't know. It also makes it feel like rounder and more meaningful for not only like you guys listening, but for us as well with each other about why we're talking about these things. For sure. Yeah. So those were our non-negotiables about what we want to incorporate into our lives Mm -hmm. and what we want to do to feel like ourselves in the best way possible. Yeah. And you, you were very right at the beginning. Mine was much more task-based and yours, Mm -hmm. I mean, you have some tasks in there, but yours is much more like change. Yeah. Little, little changes. Like, Like emotional and energy based maybe yours is energy based too but yeah in a different way for sure Mm -hmm. and I think also that stems from for book club I just read the book when you're ready this is how you heal by Mm -hmm. I think it's it's her last name pronounced Weist or Weist Brianna Weist um w-e-i-s-t and so reading that book and what she has in that book I think influenced a lot of what I wrote for this. Mm, makes sense. Yeah. And we actually, funny story, went to record this episode already mm. a few weeks ago now. Um, this was like a the month episode, ago almost. Yeah. This was the episode that was supposed to come out the week we had a break. Um, or maybe even the week before. I can't remember. But anyways, this episode mm-hmm. was supposed to come out a while ago. We started recording. And was that the night that Wesley needed you? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously parenting, that's life. That's how it works. So we didn't finish it. We have it like partially recorded. Um, yeah. We just restarted. But I th- I think that we weren't meant to record it that night because no, we've had so much happen that influence our list. In that Honestly, past month, nothing that I have on this list was on the original list, except no, for maybe, I think like the, maybe the two movement. things. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's mine walking and yeah. I think the listening to music. But other than that, my mm-hmm. list is completely different. Yeah, mine was more like practical and like a little bit funny and whatnot before. Whereas I'm like, no, like I actually want these to be things that really matter to me. Mm-hmm. And exactly like we were meant to wait to record this so then we could think about it and have the influence of the last month yeah. on what we wanted to talk about. One thing I do actually remember saying in the last one that I didn't say in this one is brushing my teeth every night <laughs> because I can get so lazy <laughs> with that. But I've actually since that episode, I have done it. So I, I don't even need to I'm put that on my list because very glad to hear that. But I should wash my face every night. That is still something I'm really bad at. Like even tonight, I just, right now, I just, I'm going to go like take my mascara off and go to bed. It is pretty late. I should actually wash my face, but. You should. Definitely on my list. I also had a shower before 9 a.m. Right. But that'll be part of your like consistency. Like Exactly. I just got a little bit more broad with some of these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good way to approach it because it's easier it's more sustainable that way yes yeah because then you can create the balance that you want and i can interpret it the way that i want to Mm -hmm. it's not so black and white like one day something might feel right versus the next day it's something else yeah for sure love it love it so okay thanks for joining us do you want to say any gratitude Oh, yeah. That's the thing that we do every single time that I forget about every single time. (laughs) (laughs) I think I usually say the same line every time, too. Do you want to do this? (laughs) Do we want to? I think we Um, want to. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. I'm thankful for my health and our safety, which I've already said at the beginning of this episode in the updates. Um, yeah, thankful for the universe and the plan that it has for me and every step of the way, even if it's a little hard, I know it's leading me where I'm meant to go. Um, thankful for listeners, everyone who's here listening to us. Bless you, Tucker. I don't know if anyone heard Tucker sneeze. (laughs) Um, 
yeah, that's what I'm grateful for. You guys, universe, this feels really like, I don't want to offend anybody, by the way. I was just going to say that. I don't think it was offensive, but I still am not going to say it. Very like, <laughs> it feels very hallelujah, my gratefulness tonight, but <laughs> this is just how I'm feeling. <laughs> um. Well, I'm grateful for opportunities that have come to me already and other ones that I know will be coming. I don't know what they are, but I know they'll be coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful for support as well, like um, from people at work, from you, from listeners, everybody listening to this. I'm grateful that there are people out there who are cheering me on and who think I can do things when I might doubt that I'm not able to. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm grateful that Christmas season is coming, which mm. means family and spending time together and just holiday cheer. But I'm also grateful for having family that understand and almost ask that we don't go crazy with gifts, that they mm-hmm. don't expect a gift. They don't expect a bu- like a ton of anything. And that just takes a huge weight off of mine and Ryan's shoulders that were like we don't have to buy anyone anything like they're just mm-hmm. happy to see us and spend time with us yeah oh. awesome so if you guys want you can rate and review us we would love to hear what you love about the podcast and you can dm us things you might want us to improve upon in the podcast <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, keep those ones private. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at L-U-U-P-O-D. And while you're over there, get into our messages and let us know what lights you up. 